Boom, coming in hot, Chinchy on a Thursday. What's going on, brother? We're good, man. You didn't, uh, you still got the, how long do we leave the Christmas decorations up for? I've been wondering that myself because I haven't taken oh, mine on, down dude. Yet. Hang on. Dude, I keep mine up till February. Let me light this baby up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's lining his tree. Keep it up till February. That's interesting. I'm okay with that. Yeah. My, well, my, but my it's. Dad wants the tree up till like, my dad wants the tree up till March. Really? My mom's like, God, be kidding me, Jim. I just know that I go from my living room to my attic, so it's three flights of stairs, so that's why it stays up a lot longer than, <laughs> than normal. Look, but I got my you see, I got the on-air sign I was telling you about. What do you I think? love that, dude. I love that. Who, wait, yeah. who, who gave that for you as a present? Vanessa, my sister-in-law. Very smart. Cool. Cool idea. Random idea, but great idea. I was very touched. Um, I love it. Anyway, love it. dude, we got news all over the place. Like, we sit down, and it's like, whoa, whoa. Let's start with the, the messed up thing. Correa, dude. We've been talking about this for two weeks. It does not look, this doesn't look great. It doesn't look right. What do you got? Yeah, dude. There was something, I, I knew something was going to happen. I just figured like, you know what? The Mets are now balking. The Giants are already out. Now the Mets are balking. Now that I think they're going to get something done. Obviously, it's something to do with his right ankle and an injury he had in 2014, back in the minor leagues, blah, blah, blah. But it sounds like they're trying to cover their butt a little bit. I don't know what the language is going to look like, but it could be something with like, hey, you play 140 games, you play less than 130, you know, you, you, your, your salary drops to here or whatever. Maybe it's one of those days, but I know the language is going to look a little different. I don't think it's going to be 12 years, whatever, 315 million. I think that was the deal with something like that. So, yeah, right. I, I think it's going to be a little bit different, man. But I think the Mets and Correa will get something done. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Hey, I, we haven't talked about this, and I don't know if you've seen this because you've been running around. There was some fan did this hilarious fake rumor and it was saying that uh the issue is the issues over Correa's physical is that it doesn't make sense because Correa's had an, an a career ending injury a few years ago and his twin brother is playing in his place for the past three or four years and some some <laughs> people some people picked it up like some people picked it up and like went with it <laughs> it's clearly not what happened oh <laughs> he actually does have oh a twin boy. brother did you know that I didn't know he had a twin brother no I didn't know that does he really yeah, so you never know. Be like well, a he must be if he's if he's standing in for Correa as a big leaguer, he must be a hell of a twin brother. <laughs> yeah, why why can't he have his own, his own team? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, kidding me. yeah. So, but all he's got, he's got to, he's gonna make money. I just I'm just shocked that that like you got to the medicals screw me up in my head because the team has to have evaluated him. They've probably seen him play. And it's just the doctors holding it back, but like then why? It's like when you play fantasy sports, right? I never like to draft guys who have like a who might not start the season on time or anything like that, because it's like, ah, what? Are, I just don't want to be worried that I'm making the wrong decision signing somebody who may not be right. worth it. However, if he's good, he's worth it, <laughs> and he's had a couple great seasons in a row. It's a very tricky thing. It but... also it all it also makes you think too. He walks from the Astros. The Astros let him walk. And then the Twins sign him to a three-year deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When, remember when everyone was like, oh, mm -hmm. he's going to get a 10-year deal. And he, everyone's like, why Good did he get a three-year deal? Great point. You know, okay. You know, you look at – if you maybe if you see the, the optics on that injury, you say, you know, it looks like it, how long is it going to last? Right. I think that's the biggest thing here. But I don't think he's ever had a problem with it since he's been playing, since he had that injury. No. and surgery in 2014 so 
Yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, but obviously it's 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 throwing up red flags for a lot of doctors. But you're right, man. When you're talking about three hundred some million dollars, and even mm. if you're a guy like Stevie Cohen who pretty much prints money, yeah. your 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 flag goes up a little bit. Like I don't know, that's uh. a lot of money to give to somebody that might have something medical that we uh, can't foresee. Yeah. Plus, with the signing, there would be like two hundred million dollars over the payroll. I think created yeah. a tax for this man, Steve Cohen. <laughs> it's his own tax. Some, I was listening to radio on the, way, on the way home from somewhere earlier, and they were like, well, you know, the Yankees are getting close to the Steve Cohen tax. And I was like, wow, that's like a, an official thing now. The guy just – he just took over the team last yeah. year, and now there's an entire tax. Because he so much money. <laughs> and, uh, I know, I on the flip it. side, one guy who did sign – this is a good one I like, Hosmer, right? Cubbies. Yeah, you love great that, sign, right? dude. I love Hosmer. I've always loved Hos, man. He's uh, I even go back to when he was like a rookie in the big leagues, dude. I used to go down – I was down at a spring training with the Cleveland Indians – and went out to dinner, man. He met us out for dinner. Me, my father-in-law um, at the time, John Kanka, um, and then my um, uh, my ex-father-in-law, uh, and then uh, my 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 sons, uh, Jake and Andrew, and uh, we all went to um, we all went to dinner. And Hosmer met us out. It was so nice. Him and That's Kyle cool. Orso, who's the guy that you know that leads Marucci, one of my good buddies, oh, nice. brought out Hosmer. We had an unbelievable dinner, dude. And what a great guy. So. If, from that day on, I was like, I'm rooting for this dude. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, guy's the leader. That's why San Diego signed him. That you know, obviously they just were signing so many guys. He kind of became the odd man out. But the guy's a leader. The guy can hit, drives and runs. You remember 2015? You know, back with with Kansas City, he's an RBI machine. So listen, mm-hmm. he's not gonna maybe hit hit a hit for a ton of power, but he has he does have gap to gap power. You know what I mean? So it's not always about sure. home runs. Guy hits hits doubles. He, he's a, and in that lineup with the Cubs, dude, he's right. You know, he becomes your three, four, five hitter. He's right in the mix there, uh, right in the middle of the lineup. So it's a nice sign. They signed Swanson. That was nice up the middle. They get Hosmer over there. They got the corner figured out at first. Uh, I love it, man. I love it. And that's what Jed Hoyer and the Cubs need to do because if you're the Cubs, you can't be 20, 30 games under 500. You mm-hmm. need to bring guys in and get, you know, get back to where the yeah. Chicago Cubs standard is. Yeah, a couple other notes on him that most people wouldn't think because it seems like he's been playing for 100 years. His rookie year was 2011. It's 2023, if my math is correct right now. He started at 21, and then just started 21, played 128 games his very first season in the big leagues. He was arguably one of the biggest veterans in the league in those 2015, 16, 17 years. Those were his age 25, 26, and 27 seasons. And guess what? He's only 32, dude. He's got a couple more years, and he's been playing in huge ballparks. I remember, like, those guys, him and and, and uh, Moustakis and those guys, they were it's hitting true. 25. Maybe they could have been hitting 33, 34 in other ballparks in their super primes. True. I, I think it's a good signing, personally. And, uh, you know, you yeah, get character right. guys in the locker room now. You got two guys in the locker room with him and Swanson. Yep. Um, yep. All right, there's one other fun thing. This is kind of how we started getting into looking at stuff, and we realized, holy cow, we haven't been paying enough attention because all these moves are being made, but with this – uh. Cool article in uh, MLB.com by Manny Renhawa. Uh, nine players looking for fresh starts after a tough year one of new deals. Now, Hosmer gets thrown out of that because he's now on the Cubs. Third team, by the way, in a year. Third team in one year. That's going to be crazy. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Here's the number two. Devers. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't understand. Oh, wait. I'm looking at the wrong thing here. Hold on. Wait, there's Hosmer. Yeah, no, no. You're... You're looking for Chris Bryant. Oh yeah, Chris Bryant. Sorry, that's my next one. What do you yeah. got for Chris Bryant? Well, I think I, 
Well, I think I think we were I think we were probably all shocked when Bryant signed seven years, one hundred eighty-two million dollars out there in Colorado, and pretty much was banged up most of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a pair of injuries. He only played forty-two games his first year, first season in Colorado. I like Chris Bryant, man. I think this guy's a good player. You know, when he's healthy, he's one of the better players in the league. I think he could put up big numbers out there in Colorado. So, you know, hopefully he comes back. I mean, in 181 plate appearances, he did slash 306, 376, and 475. So, but wait, yeah. it says he enters 2003. He never homered at Coors Field, though. Whoa. That's crazy. That's like you never homer That's in a crazy, Fenway. Dude. What's what's exactly. more difficult to not to not homer at Coors Field or to not homer at Dude, Fenway? Fenway Fenway really is a bomb for a lefty. I found that out oh, quickly. Yeah. I was like, man, these are, these balls aren't flying out. They were in Cincy. You know what I mean? What the heck's going on here? Um, yeah. No, no, but no, but I think uh, you know Chris Bryant. Uh, you know when he's healthy, man, balls fly out of Colorado. So he'll uh, hopefully if he's healthy, he's gonna have a great year. Yes, year. absolutely. And he's a vet too. He's been there before. He last out in the World Series. Uh, Trevor Story is an interesting one. You traded your shortstop, Red Sox, and I've I've read in certain other places where they're like Trevor Story is not playing short for them. Like he's 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 not their shortstop. He's not like there to replace anything. So like, what do you do if you're Trevor Story? It's like he he was like he, he was like two years ago. I was in my opinion, I was like I would have gotten Story Story over any of those guys, and now it's like his, right. his, his name doesn't. Doesn't resonate the same as it used to, but he he plays defense. He hits bombs. He runs. He's never I've never heard a bad word said about the guy. So no, the guy's a great. He's a leader. Yeah, I think one thing with Story, I think Boston's a different animal than Colorado, dude. And I think at the beginning of last year, he kind of heard the voices. You know, the Boston voices. Mm. I I really do. Like he got off to such a slow start. Started getting booed out there at Fenway. You know, he'd never experienced that in Colorado because they don't they don't, you know. They're not that as rabid no. as, you know, fans are in Boston. It's just the bottom line. So Smoke a lot of weed. And out then he got hot there for a bit, though, man. Remember, he was hitting like homers every night for two weeks. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I really believe that he's going to have a lot better year this year with Boston. You know, being his second year out there in Boston, I played in Boston in 2008, man. It's just like I said, the media is bigger. The fans are big every night there at Fenway. It's an incredible place to play when you're doing well. But mm. you're not doing well. It <laughs> could be bad, a man. really tough animal. And, like, st- the team didn't do well. Story didn't have a great year. But right. this guy's too good of a player. You don't give us somebody six years, 140, for a guy to just be a flop. This guy's put up big numbers over the years. And I think it being his second year in Boston, man, I think this is going to be a good year for him. I love that. Uh, next guy, this is, a, this is a tough one, too. Javi Baez, man. Talk about, talk about like, he came up, couldn't, couldn't do anything but strike out then he figures it out and becomes maybe top three players in the league a little bit of a bounce back but like who is who is Javi Baez to let's let's pose that question that way it's a tough question yeah I I think he's what did he get 100 I can't remember he got 140 million or something like that yeah I really think that Javi Baez especially in that park dude that's not a great park to hit in either Comerica mm-hmm the swing and miss is is there. I, I think he's more of the player that we saw this year offensively. You know, I think he's yeah. he's just so streaky, Chinch. That's what it is. Javi yeah. Baez is so streaky. The swing and miss is so big. I just feel like at times when he's off, he's so off. And he looks lost up there at times. At times he looks like a triple-A player at the plate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, listen, I, I think Javi Baez is a really good player, but I think he I think you're gonna see more of the more of what you 
saw this year in the next few years there in Detroit. Yeah. So by this is talk about streaky. Starts his Tigers career off, and by June fifteenth, he was hit. I forgot about this. He was hitting one ninety with a five two four OPS. Rest of the season, he hit two sixty four with fourteen homers in ninety four games. So he definitely got better. Yeah, but, but the, but, the but discipline's is it, is it, not. Is it? But is a seven fifty OPS? Like, are you, are you like, oh yeah, that's not bad. But a seven fifty OPS, three hundred two on base, dude. Right. Three hundred two. That means he's not walking. Right. Hitting two sixty four with a three hundred two. That means he's not walking. He's just taking. Still taking big hacks. So, yep. hey, listen, he's a good player, man, but I don't think they're going to get the production they thought they were going to get from the contract they signed for him. There you go. Same stick with the Tigers. 2019, Eduardo Rodriguez, best season of his career. Last year, he only made 17 starts. Rib cage, uh, leave of absence uh, due to a family situation. Said, but, due to heart, heart inflammation from COVID-19 infection. Said. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would, I like to throw things like a year like that just completely out the window. And I would look more yeah. towards the guy from two years ago, right? That's just a lot. That's just I, a lot of life getting I, away yeah, of that, everything. That's like, a, yeah. That's just a, that's just a bummer of a year more than anything. So I think, uh, I think he'll come back and have a, and have a way better year than he had uh, that year. The next guy, dude. That's the guy I want to talk about, Castellanos. Yeah, what do you got? Nick Castellanos, you know, not hit a 694 OPS in the regular season. Didn't have a bad postseason, had a couple big hits at least. You know, I'm not saying he had a great postseason, but he had a couple big hits. Um, but this guy's better than this, man. And I think I think for him too, I think it's a market thing. Playing in, playing in Cincy, playing in Detroit, playing in some places that, listen, man, if you struggle there, the fans aren't going to crush you. In Philly? You struggle in Philly, you almost feel like a visiting player. They're going to let you they know. They tried to and kill Santa Claus. They tried to kill Santa Claus. <laughs> they boots them. Didn't they boost them? They, yeah. yeah. But they were throwing yeah, nice they balls to... at him. Yeah. So, you know, um, looks like he had a little bit of a wrist injury too. Um, but I think, you know, made a couple nice, nice plays defensively. I just really think, you know, you go back to his 2021 numbers in Cincinnati. This guy's a good player, dude. He's a lot better than what Absolutely. he showed in 2022 i think nick castellano is going to end up having a big year this year no doubt about it i like that uh i'll start the next guy i have always really loved this guy chris taylor the dodgers like i don't care you go they get they get superstars every year and you know what you know nlcs there's chris taylor with one of the biggest hits every year you know there's a huge stolen base from chris taylor there's a huge throw from the outfield from chris taylor there's anything you want chris if i were a veteran team who doesn't need Chris Taylor to be like one of my top three players in my lineup? If I'm like a Matt, a Yankee, uh, anybody, name any team that, that has a chance to win their division who needs at least one more guy, I would take this guy. And I, I would love him. I, I would trade for him. I would do anything you can get to to get a guy like that on my roster. Especially to look like, look at the Yankees. Yeah. I still don't know what their outfield looks like, what their infield looks like. Yeah. I don't know. What do you take? Well, that, that's why the Dodgers brought him back because he was, you know, on the free agent market. They brought him back for four years, $60 million. Yeah. His OPS was a, was 100 points. OPS dropped more than 100 points. But I think one of the big things is his hard hit rate, which is 38%, was yeah. the same in 2021, 2022. So that means maybe there was some bad luck in there. Maybe there were some balls that were hit hard. They were just hit right at guys. Sometimes you have seasons like that. I think the other thing was his strikeout rate was up 7%. That means there's a lot of chase there too. So... You know, I think this is one of those, like we talked about Eduardo Rodriguez. Chris Taylor's had too many good years to think that maybe this year was one of those years where, hey, you know what, it, it balls, right, a lot of Adam balls, 
uh, maybe started pressing a little bit, trying to do better than trying to do well now. A little anxiety creeped in. All of a sudden, the chase rate goes up because you're trying to swing everything. You're trying to get four hits and one at bat. So Chris Taylor, look for Chris Taylor to have a better season this year in 2022, more like he had in 2021. Hey, can I go off the board for a second? Because I was, again, yeah, like, please do. Please do. What do you, what is, what do you think the Yankees do with Glaber Torres? Trade him. You trade him. Not even a question. I think he's going to get – Trade I, him and bring up one of the kids. Him. Yeah. Talk about a guy who – I think who, so. like, I think – I think, yeah. think Glaber's getting traded, man. I just I just feel like he's underachieved, and I still feel like he has some value right now. Mm-hmm. And if you're ever going to trade him, you trade him now. Yeah, it's so funny, man. You have, the, you have Volpe. You have, you know, the, the oh, two yeah, the big m- prospects down mm-hmm. there. Multiple in. It's yeah. so funny, man. When they when they had that one year, that down year, I think that was was it Jeter last year? The year after? And it was like the future of the Yankees were gonna be Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, and Glaber Torres for the next 12 years. And it's just people don't understand how hard it is to become to be a professional baseball player, man. At a certain point, Gary Gary to... Gary Sanchez was like, This guy could chase uh the Piazza record, and you're like <laughs> Yeah, and he looked like it for a year, but it's just—it's a tough game, man. It is dude, such a tough dude, game. It's—it's it, tough. It's tough to be consistent, dude. I look back at my career, like it's so hard. Like some years you have great years, all-star years. Some years you have mediocre years, and some years you're terrible, and you just can't figure it out, and you struggle more than than you should. And you know, I think the big—I think that's the biggest thing. I think the biggest thing with guys in the big leagues is like getting a process that works and doing it every day. And, and I think the biggest thing between, between a guy like Aaron judge, Glaber Torres, Sanchez, or whoever, a guy like Aaron judge, go look back at Aaron judges, 2022, when a year that would triple crown, almost win the triple crown 62 bombs, the, the best players in the game. Okay. Their process daily, they follow to a T and whether that's their routine before the game, whether that's the habits leading up away from the field, or whether it's your, your pre-pitch routine, take a deep breath, see the ball, be easy, hammer, look middle way, react in, look for, you know, some of these guys are guessing for pitches. Now, the best guys in the game, bro, your Trouts, your Judge, uh, you know, your Bryce Harpers, you know, these guys, your Trey Turners, your Juan Sotos, top to bottom, right? You go top to bottom with these guys, they respond faster. That's the difference. So they have a process they do. And they might struggle for three or four games and then get it back. Okay, hey, what is it? Hey, man, I'm living out front. I'm living with a little, when I always tell guys, when guys are living too far out front, you're living with anxiety and stress. You're, you know, you're, you're not letting the ball travel visually, right? And, and sometimes if you're, if you're scared to strike out where the ball's, you know, getting by you, that takes you away from your process. The best players in the league, bro, are able to go pitch by pitch and flip that and respond quicker so that they get back back going and, and back where they want to be because that's why their stats are where they are. That's why Mike Trout's won the best in the game. That's why Aaron Judge won the best in the game. That's why Bryce Harper's in the MVP race every year because with their process, the biggest thing with a good process is you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs. It's that emotional wave, how quickly you respond back to back to even those are your best players in baseball, bro. That's a beautiful point. I love that point. And by the way, folks, this is a man who used to shower in the same stall, no matter who was in that shower for years, right? Isn't that what you did? Weren't you in a slump and you <laughs> yeah, just started I, kicking everybody out of the one shower I, stall? I kidding? kicked Dunner out. I kicked Adam Dunn out of my shower. It was his rookie year. He was in the shower. I was raking. I was hitting like 320 or something. I'm like, and I walk in there and I was like, hey, man, I mean, I don't ever big league anybody. But yeah, you out of my shower because I got to take a shower. <laughs> so good. He hasn't let me live it down. He hasn't let me live it down to this day. I'm like, all right. That's like 
And why are grown men? Why, why are there? Why are there twenty grown men showering together <laughs> naked? That's all I want to know. Too. That's a great point. I've wondered that myself, and recently because I'm, you know, I've been, I don't, I don't go to the public gym anymore, and I'm like, you know, I can't believe in like, like senior in high school, I'm just standing next to forty other naked kids on their football, like. Okay, this is a very strange dude, thing that we we used to do. Like, it's a very strange. Dude, in middle school football, bro, I used to fly up to because I didn't want to shower with everybody. I'd fly up, change, and I'd be getting in my mom's car when guys are coming in for bags. Like, where are you going? I'd be like, I'm out here already. Yeah. I already showered. <laughs> so good. That's so good. The oh, other thing man, you did that so one year. Was, there's a one year where you had like like legit Eddie Vedder haircut. And you were like, I just couldn't cut my. It was you didn't cut your hair, oh, bro. Two thousand four, because you, you were ripping. You were hitting. I'll, dude, hitting. check the check the numbers in two thousand four. I was raking I the whole year. It was incredible. And like, I had this butt part. My my hair. I I used no product. My hair was down past my ear. I looked like Lord Helmet. I look back now. I'm like, that's a tough break right there. Dude, you have that's one of the tough most, break. You have one of the more underrated heads of hair that I, of anybody I know. You know that. People <laughs> you have a really strong head of hair. What are you you're pushing? Thank you're pushing you, bro. I'll take it. You're pushing a five. Forty-eight, okay. dude. Yeah. Kid me. Yeah, forty-eight. I'll take it. A nice head of hair. Yeah. Let's go. Next time you get your hair cut, I'm gonna have your barber uh, send me the clippings and I'll make those <laughs> my uh, my plugins for my older age. Anyway, all right. Wait, we got anybody else on this list? I think awesome. we just kind of went off no, the tangent, but I, I think dude, we're good. That's all the other guys dude. on that list. Yeah, that's like, good. Eh, I don't really care about them. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Those are the good guys. Also, also too, what, uh, let's give a shout out to that, uh, to the Bruins um, Penguins playing the other day at Fenway Park. I thought that was cool. I that. And what's That's funny, but what's funny is, dude, the Boston Red Sox own the Penguins. Did you know that? I did not. The know Boston that. Red Sox group. Yeah, they own the Pittsburgh Penguins, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. So that's why oh, that's why the Pens were at Fenway. That's amazing. Wait, there's one more thing you got to give a shout out to. The Yankees made a signing of not a player, but like, yeah, really great. great. I, Brian I, like, Sabian, dude. I know Brian that's, that's Sabian, the guy. So who, cool, the, dude. That's so cool. The mastermind of the Giants runs all those years. San Francisco Giants. Cashman's no idiot, dude. Mm-hmm. He knows. Surround yourself with good people. It's not about about your ego. Sometimes, come on in, Sabian. You're so smart. Give me all your knowledge and let's win a championship together. Right. You know? Now, let me ask you this, too, because Savian was never one of the – he wasn't – he's not your uh, analytics darling when analytics – think about it. They were winning championships without the same type of analytics other teams were doing. I'm wondering if the Yankees are like, you know what, let's – maybe maybe things are starting to come a little bit more towards the middle. I think you're starting to see it, like where it's not just fully analytics driven. It's not just fully a scout with a toothpick yeah. in his mouth. Have Brian Sabian and Brian Cashman in the same room for an entire 162 game season. I mean, yeah. And Sabian was kind of, I believe, a, a mentor a little bit to Cashman when he was younger. I guess he took him under his wing a little bit in different places. I've read. Yeah. So that's just very cool. And you like seeing an old guard. That's really respect. cool. Well, I I love that dude, and I lo- I love what you said there too. With like like I love when Mark Shapiro on our podcast a couple of weeks ago was saying, "Hey, listen, you can call it analytics. You can call it whatever you want." At the end of the day, it's data and information. We're trying to get the most data and information, whether it's from a scout, whether it's from a former GM, whether it's from uh, an analytics guy, whether it's from a front office, whatever. We're trying to get as much data and information on players and numbers as we can and, and then make the best educated decision we can what's what's best for uh, our ball club. I thought that was a great answer from him. That was a great answer from him. And it goes yeah. – it's, it's a life balance too. Look at us, dude. We – 
we sit there and we, <laughs> we text each other all the time. Like, what are our numbers today? Why are our numbers so bigger on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Why, why do we have, for some reason, I'll tell you all this. You people like to listen to us on Tuesdays, big time, more than any other day of the week, <laughs> around five days a week. And like, so funny. You got to look into those numbers and say, what are we doing better on that day? Then yeah. maybe we could do better on yeah. other days or vice versa. And that's how you learn. Yeah. And we're still, you know, we're still swinging. We're still coming in the, yeah. and doing a yeah. show. We're just learning from the the data of what, what's being provided for yeah. us. So I, it's all good. Exactly. Man. Got it. I love the it war too. is I over. It. I think. And it's fun. It's fun. I think the war is over between analytics and old school. I think there's been a handshake. Yeah, yeah, they're, married, like, they're married. They're married. They're married. Yes, dude. They're married. Yes. And, and if they're not, if they're not, bro, if you're not getting on the bus, you're Mm-mm. getting passed by, dude. Absolutely. If you're not, Absolutely. if you're not in this industry and you're not marrying it, cause everyone, even the old school scout that's been there for years, he can use some of the analytics. You know, if he doesn't use all of them, he can use some of them, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, good stuff, man. Uh, all right, all right, brother. Hey, right, I'm heading Chichi. I'm I'm heading down to uh I'm heading out to down to Dunedin to see Mark Shapiro. His his oh, uh, I'm bringing and me Andrew and Jake, and then Mark and his son Caden. We're going down for a couple of days, hang out, hitting the hitting the facilities and stuff. Very and there's cool. a hitting, they have a hitting lab, and so it'd be cool, man. Yeah. So. Oh man, have a blast with that, dude. That's oh, yeah, are thanks, the kids dude. fired up? Thanks, dude, bro. The, the yeah, kids are fired. so fired up. Kids, dude, we did that every year when the kids were younger. We would always go wherever Mark was. So I'd go to Cleveland when he was there. Then he went to Toronto. So I went to, with Toronto and, and now we're just kind of doing it. You know, I think George Springer and Kevin Kiermaier, a couple of guys are still working out down there right now, but wow. the team obviously isn't there. We're kind of just going out, going down to hang out and get our boys back together. Dude, our boys are in college now. We don't see them That's that right. much together. So we decided to make a two day quick trip. It's going to be great. Nice. I bet you're going to eat well too, when you're down there. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Down to me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to Sea bass. Maybe a sea See, bass. There you go. I love a good sea bass. <laughs> A little yeah. butter sauce on it, yeah. yeah All right, bro, we'll have fun down there. Nice. All right. All right, Chanchi, sounds good. Love you, man. And uh, everyone out there, thanks for listening to us. Download, subscribe, and keep sending it out to your buddies. Let's get some. I'll see you guys. All right.